Good afternoon. This is Jim Keeney, a senior associate here with the Labor and Employment Team at Sandberg Phoenix. This is episode eight of our Labor and Employment podcast series. For this episode, I will be briefly covering two new updates on the federal vaccine mandate front. In our Labor and Employment blog, we've been providing in-depth coverage on all the developments with the three federal vaccine mandates as the cases challenging their validity have made their way up and through courts all across the country. But today I will focus on developments specific to two of the three vaccine mandates, the OSHA workplace vaccine mandate and the CMS healthcare vaccine mandate. As previously covered, challenges to the OSHA workplace vaccine mandate are currently consolidated before the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, seated in Cincinnati, Ohio. On December 15th, the Sixth Circuit issued an order denying the challenger's request to bypass normal appellate procedure so that the challenges could be heard and decided in the first instance by the full court of all circuit judges, as opposed to a typical panel of three judges. This denial was a result of an eight to eight split vote among the circuit judges, meaning the necessary majority to grant the request did not exist. But what what was especially interesting about the denial order was not the order itself or the vote, but its accompanying opinions, in particular, the dissenting opinions. While one judge, Judge Moore, authored a concurring opinion to articulate why, in her view, the denial of the request made sense Two other judges, Judge Sutton and Judge Bush, wrote lengthy dissenting opinions that largely addressed the underlying merits of the dispute as opposed to the request for full court review itself. Now, these strongly worded dissenting opinions mirrored in many ways the underlying opinions of the district courts that have rejected the vaccine mandate as unlawful which is to say that one could reasonably expect the mandate to have the same fate it had before the first Cir- Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which was the original court that stayed the mandate. At the very least, these dissenting opinions provide a window and a preview into how many of the judges in the Sixth Circuit, if not the majority, will view and analyze the dispute between the parties. Nonetheless, as we have noted elsewhere in our blog articles, regardless of what happens at the Sixth Circuit, the validity of the mandate will likely be decided ultimately by the Supreme Court itself. So stay tuned. This turns us to other news this week and a development that impacts the current scope and status of the CMS healthcare mandate. As we've covered in our blog, the healthcare vaccine mandate was stopped in its tracks nationwide as a result of a pair of rulings from federal courts in Missouri and Louisiana. The United States District Court for the Eastern District of Missouri first blocked the healthcare vaccine rule, but only did so in the 10 states that challenged it in that case before it, including Missouri. Soon thereafter, however, the United States District Court for the Western District of Louisiana followed suit and entered an order in joining the healthcare vaccine mandate nationwide. In its view, doing so prevented uncertainty and confusion in the interim period while the rule was being challenged on appeal across the country. However, on December 15th, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals granted the federal government's request to stay the Louisiana court's decision and injunction in part. Importantly, the Fifth Circuit denied the government's stay request with respect to the 14 states at issue in that lawsuit. So it remains in those 14 states, the the stay. 
But in doing so, the court made clear its view that it would likely agree with the district court's rejection of the mandate on the merits. With that said, the Fifth Circuit did take issue with the nationwide scope of the injunction at this stage of the proceedings. The court believed the Louisiana District Court simply did not provi provide enough justification for issuing a binding judgment across the country, especially given the fact that other circuits, such as the 11th Circuit, have disagreed with it. So, to summarize, the Fifth Circuit reversed the nationwide scope of the injunction and limited it to only the 14 states challenging the mandate in that case. So when you count the 10 states in which the mandate has been enjoined by the Missouri federal court, that amounts to 24 states in which the mandate is currently stayed from going into effect. Now, the end result of this order is that the country is now virtually split in half in terms of where the healthcare mandate is currently effective and where it is not. Needless to say, this will certainly cause an understandable degree of confusion and uncertainty, especially with regard to and for employers who conduct business across multiple states. Now, developments in this area are occurring every day, so please be sure to check back for more details. And as always, if you have any questions or concerns about what to do in the interim, our labor and employment team at Sandberg Phoenix is here to help. So do not hesitate to reach out. Thanks for listening.